we're all here at this specific time. You know, we all have our our path, um, but you know, then there are there's some that are on this path to kind of feel like they're mission focused or there's something pulling at them and. And we're in the right time to do it. There's no time to just to 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 cower from that. Like this is the time. Like we have to be ourselves. We have to be fully ourselves. And it's the only way that we'll actually really see the change that you know we all want to see is that each yeah. of us are are showing up fully as ourselves. You know, and tarot is is been such a catalyst to to show me or to allow me to be more of myself. Welcome to another episode of As Woo Woo As You Want with Celine and Jeremiah and Matt. Swavely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we didn't prep you for that. I'm sorry. We don't, pr- we don't really prep people. Yeah. No, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Celine's face and I'm like, and that's me. Okay. I know. I was like, you got, you got. <laughs> I can edit. I can edit this down too. So. Um, well, we're so excited to have you on, Matt. And yeah. thank you for, thank you for me. being here. Yeah. So excited. And I know Matt from our dear friend, Jacqueline, who actually was on the podcast, oh, I think like right in the midst of the deep pandemic. And we talked about tarot Mm -hmm. and she mentioned you a lot as being her kind of (laughs) guide to learning. And so it's super rad to have you on. Yeah, no, this was such a great idea. I totally enjoyed the podcast and couldn't be more excited to chat with you guys. Hey. And thank you to our, our dear mutual friend for making the oh, connection. Man. She's <laughs> such a love bug. Absolutely. Really shout, shout out to Jackie for sure. Shout out. To- um, so like, how did you, what do you, could do you tell us a little bit about your kind of like journey into tarot and what sparked it and yeah. you know how did it all begin how did it mm. all begin? <laughs> I would say you know my my familiarity and my journey I think started uh, a lot earlier than when I actually started practicing um, tarot but I would say really it all started about 10 years ago and I have my sister um, to, to thank for, um, pushing me into it. So mm. yeah, there is, um, there's a little bit of like a backstory, um, of kind of, uh, how it all happened. But, uh, my sister and I had kind of made a bit of a, a family discovery, um, about our grandmother, Mm. And, um, you know, what seemed like uh, kind of some type of psychic gift um, that she had. Mm-hmm. And it was something that neither of us had ever really known um, or discussed openly. Okay. Um, and a little bit of, of, of the story into that, um, my grandfather 
um, was in a plane crash when my mom was young. And uh, it was in the papers. It was this big deal. And my grandmother um, had a premonition um, about the crash. So when, you know, they showed up to her door the next day, as they would to like break the news to you, she was like, yeah, I know. I I know all about it. Like she had this like premonition. So oddly, even, even more kind of like strange in the article, um, in the paper, there's also something written. It was called a wife's intuition, and they wrote about her like having the premonition about it. Where was this? Uh, which is so strange. Um, it was in like the local city paper. In in New York? No, oh. back in Pennsylvania. Oh, in Pennsylvania. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, small town, um, but in Reading, Pennsylvania. And they wrote about it. And Ooh. I stumbled upon the newspaper um, at my parents' house. And I brought it up to my sister. Uh, we're like driving in the car, whatever. And like, I brought it up and this ended up opening this whole conversation about my experience with um, psychic phenomena or my intuitive gifts and her experience of communication uh, with spirits and past loved ones. So it was literally just this moment where we were both sharing these experiences that we've had. Um, And then that kind of led us to uh, be together. We were with a few mutual friends and they had already been doing um, tower readings for each other. And she literally threw the deck at me and was like, read for us. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, uh, really? She's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go for it. I was like, okay. And it really clicked. It felt really natural. I had no idea what I was doing. Really? But she was like, just go with it. Um, and she's like, the most fiery Aries. So she was just basically like, yeah, I didn't have a choice. She like literally threw the cards at me. Like, you know, you're going to read for all of us. And I was like, how, how old were you at That's that great. junction? Uh, I guess I was, I guess 25. And you yeah, just sort of like 25. It just kind of like flowed and you're like, I don't know what's happening, but like, I'm just reading. Yeah, like, have you, you know, seen I, tarot before? I I have. Um, I, I had. Yeah, I was I, in high school. Um, I was very much into like developing my like like psychic awareness. Um, and I was into Wicca (gasps) and I had a, I had a tarot deck that of course I bought in secret at like borders bookstore (laughs) (laughs) in what was called the, as most Wiccans do. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I was that one like hiding. I had like a box of all of my supplies under the bed, you know, and I had, um, I had a tarot deck. It was like the dragon tarot. Um, and it was something that was a bit of a novelty, I think, at the moment. I didn't connect with it as, um, and I didn't really devote much to it. I think I had like looked up 
you know, how to do like a Celtic cross spread. And I was really confused. And, and I just think I didn't, it didn't go very far at the time for me. So, um, so at this point when I was just given the cards, you know, I, I relied just really on my instincts of like what I was seeing visually. Um, but also just kind of like some, you know, some things that were just kind of coming to me. So, mm. Wow. Yeah. Mm. so that's kind of like a long, <laughs> sorry for the long story yeah. of the whole thing, but that's no. just basically like how, how it all kind of went down. So. And so now are you working towards like practicing more as like a career? Cause before you had like a, you were not in any kind of like psychic, intuitive kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, you had like a quote unquote normal job. Yeah. I have just recently departed from that. Um, And I think it was, it's probably been the last, God, probably the last seven years that I've always felt the pull Mm. uh, to follow a different path that I knew was one of, you know, a commitment to service, um, helping other people, guidance. Um, and I, I felt, you know, tarot's always been the catalyst for that. Um, just like I've been doing my career for the last 10 years because working with people was also a different catalyst for, um, you know, for something that I'm innately passionate about. Um, so, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a few months since recently departing, um, from uh, my full-time gig that, you know, I was doing for the last roughly 10 years in the, in that industry. Um, and this timing of this is actually pretty significant because I'm at this turning point where now I'm, I'm looking to build, um, you know, build something for myself with yeah. tarot being uh, a, a big part of that. So, I mean, that's so rad. Yeah. That's so yeah. rad. That's so rad. Absolutely. So do you have something to say, Jared? Sorry, I keep no, no, interrupting. No. no, 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 go for it. Um, so like, you know, for me, I use tarot. I think over the pandemic, I was like really getting into it. Like I would mm-hmm. try to learn and like pull a card a day just to get familiar with the cards, the major, yeah. the minor, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. So how do you use it personally? Like, how do you view the tarot as mm-hmm. a tool to like, you know, gain insight or do you ask questions? Yeah. Like, how do you use it in your yeah. daily or not? Yeah, daily? I think, um, you know, I, if I go back to, if I go back to probably the first reading that I ever had, it hit me at a time in my life, uh, this was probably right around the time I actually started um, also reading um, for myself and for other people. I came in a really big um, transformative time in my life. Um, and actually when I received, funny story, when I received my first um, deck as a gift from my sister, um, I had a double of, of one card in the deck and i was like i had a double and i'm like okay this isn't like uno where you get like blank cards <laughs> or doubles what was <laughs> this it is like there, there's something specific 
Um, yeah, it, well, so the deck is actually an oracle deck, which is a translation of the traditional Rider Waite. Um, so, um, but the double card was the moon. <gasps> and um, so, so this in this deck, it was um, translated to the word shadow. Um, and so to get a double of that card, of course, with, you know, not a lot of familiarity at the time, I was looking in like the book and reading it, I was like, whoa, and I hit like a ton of bricks, total significance and total like, you know, kind of moment that shook me to my core, uh, in terms of, um, you know, the, the, the meeting and all of the, you know, the symbolism behind, uh, the moon. Um, and six months later, I, I came out. Um, and that was, (laughs) and, and looking back, um, looking back that, that idea of like, um, you know, the veil is now lifted and you have to take a look at all of these, these kind of, uh, these parts about yourself that, you know, you've, you've wanted to avoid or you've wanted to oppress. And, um, you know, now's the time. This is, this is, you're about to see some, some transformation and change. Wow. Um, so I share that story because the, from the very beginning, the cards have been such a mirror for my path and my journey and for everyone else that I've, that I've read for over the years, you know, so I, I, um, you know, obviously there's, it, it, it hits the, the whole range of the human experience. So I'm speaking about something very, which sounds very like serious and like looking at your darkness, et cetera. But, um, but yeah, this has always been kind of like a mirror for me uh, to really look to um, for some deep uh, sense of guidance um, and even just understanding myself more and others um, and looking at it, you know, kind of uh, very much not like it's this outward thing that it's like, these, this is me, these cards are me, you know? Mm. Um, so, so I, I obviously I read for myself. I've read, I read for others. Um, it's been, uh, more of a private or word of mouth, um, method, uh, versus putting myself out there. As I had mentioned that, you know, I've been very career focused the last decade. Um, so, but there's been a narrative parallel to that, which is, um, you know, my own journey, um, as well as supporting others, uh, in, in their path, um, with the readings. I mean, so many questions. <laughs> who did you who did you study? Like who are your top? How did you learn? Like do you like Rachel Pollock? Like do you have that I, book or the oracles no. that you're talking about? Is that John so, Holland? John Holland. Holland. Yeah. 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 We'll, so we'll, we'll link these I decks was, too for everyone listening if people are interested. Yeah. So I could go on and on about you know about John Holland. He um, you know, I've taken some classes with him, um, and, you know, uh, over the last decade and his interpretation 
of um, of the tarot is just one that I really connected with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have an equal respect and interest and, um, you know, that spark for the traditional, you know, writer weight deck. And, yeah. but, but in terms of my kind of my connection, um, and, uh, one that I've looked to that felt like it was speaking to me, um, was very much, uh, you know, John Holland influence in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, you know, for those of you um, who might be interested, he he takes the he takes the the traditional um, deck and between the major and the minor, and he's done these beautiful, you know, um, kind of very very clear, very modern interpretations. Um, and to be honest, you know, I mean, obviously, as time goes on, you 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 don't reference really um, a guidebook. Um, but sometimes I just want to hear the words that he's written about something because it actually is is such a, a beautiful interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then he throws in um, chakra cards, which I absolutely oh. love because the I think there's I'm equally. Uh, inspired by the numerology and the color meaning um, as it relates to, you know, to, to tarot as well. So, so that was a big, that, yeah, that was a big one um, for me. Um, And I go back and forth between a few, a few decks, but my, my go-to would be his, um, his original uh, Oracle deck. Yeah. And when you do readings, are you, using basically his deck or do you like kind of set them all out and see what, which one (laughs) kind of calls to you? Um, kind of, kind of both. Um, I will also, depending on who I'm reading, if they have a familiarity of, of a deck or they feel, we feel inspired to go like super traditional with, you know, Rider Wade and let's do a Celtic crossbred. Like, sure. Like, let's do it. Let's read reverse cards. Let's go by the whole thing. And then, you know, other times it's like, I'm going to freehand a spread or I'm going to um, ask questions um, and continue to pull cards, like as like a step effect of, of mm. my questions. Um, I'm, uh, you know, I, I kind of try to not give myself too many rules with with the whole thing yeah. <laughs> yeah um you know and actually which goes back to my sister basically when she threw me those cards 10 years ago she was like you can't get it wrong just read us mm. just do this yeah you know which is very also very like such direct like almost like a <gasps> like just wanted to crawl out of my skin but it was just but it, you know and i i still think about that like you just you can't get it wrong just you know what what's coming to you, you know? I love that. I love that. I also, for a while, and I haven't gotten a book, but I was got the thought deck, you know, the Mm -hmm. Alistair Crawley one. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have any thoughts on that one? I don't specifically. um, I don't have, uh, I know of it, but I'm not super familiar with it. Yeah. 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 And then what about reversals? How do you feel about reverse cards? Do you do that? Do you not? I, uh, when I go full on like traditional, if that's what I'm feeling, I'll, I'll read reverse cards. Um, but typically I don't. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's, you know, there hasn't necessarily been a lot of conscious, like why I, I do or I don't. Um, I think that for me, there's so much intuitive kind of information that can come through um, based off of my relationship around that card, because mm. you really create these relationships, you know, whether it's your own narrative that has been woven into when you pull those cards or from other people, you know, mm. and getting from their experience. So you really start to kind of create your own relationship. And then you also relate and understand the energy of a card, you know. Um, so for me, I've always just been really focused on weaving that narrative together. So the reversal idea didn't feel like it was something that was absolutely necessary. Yeah. Um, but on the same time, you know, I can, I can do a traditional spread and the understanding of being out of alignment with something um, is also, you know, a, a you know, again, another way to, uh, to read and to connect in with the messages, you know, um, you know, I've had, I've had readings before where they're like, half the cards are reversed and it's like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) right. So am I in alignment with anything? I'm not. Okay, cool. You know, (laughs) um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I typically don't though. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a like, it's kind of a mixed bag in the world of tarot. Some Mm -hmm. people are like, no, or there's like an innate built in, like, uh, light and dark or alignment or not alignment. So they like read that way. Um, Totally. Totally. I, I, again, I, I really, I go back to like asking, I really kind of just like put some questions out there into the universe spirit, yeah. my higher self, what, what, whatever kind of name you want to put to that. But I, you know, for other people and for myself, um, and I, you know, I've come to really, uh, rely on that and, and, and trust that. Mm. So, yeah. That's beautiful. So. <laughs> Are you using other methodologies besides tarot when you do your readings? It sounds like okay. you're a little bit of a witch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly you're intuitive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, which I would, is amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, and my family would tell you that, um, you know, what did Matt want to be for Halloween six years in a row? And it was a witch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's every age where I'm in a different witch costume. Um, no, oh, I <laughs> send us photos for that. That'd be amazing. I will. <laughs> That'll be the Instagram post. I will. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So is like the family, like, do you, is your sister, your mom, like, is everyone a little bit in the, or like your dad or is that? No, it's actually quite, the whole thing has been quite like um, hush, hush and not talked about, Mm -hmm. you know, I come from a very conservative family um, and that's why, you know, it was only, you know, 10 years ago that we kind of just like had a bit of like a, oh, like, oh, grandma. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and nothing was ever really like presented to us or necessarily, um, it just wasn't that environment, right. um, you know, kind of growing up. Um, but um, obviously my sister and I, 
um, with a small group of uh, friends um, have uh, kept all of this going. Um, you know, we we have we do like a yearly uh, retreat that we create workshops and we're all responsible for for doing workshops um, that, again, are all go back to different practices. Some are tarot, some are shamanic, some are, you know, there's a whole kind of range of 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 work um, that we all do together. So, yeah, Can so it's. <laughs> yeah, I was, we just, I'm completed, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. we just completed one and, 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 you know, now we're at the point where we're like, we have to share these with other people. These are really great workshops. So it's um, people you grew up with and you know, uh, no, it's just my sister, uh, myself. And then her, one of my best friends and her best friend are twins. Um, so, and then it's our, um, our, our, um, one other friend. So it's like a small group of us. Um, but we're all from the same place in Pennsylvania. And it, this is just kind of like grown over the last, I would say like five or six years. Um, but, um, you know, I say that because, you know, we do have a range of, we do have a range of, of things that we're all kind of like focused on and that, you know, we all kind of like bring to the little group. Um, and for me, like I, I have, um, like I had mentioned, like between either numerology, um, or, you know, some kind of, uh, color concepts, um, you know, sometimes there's some, you know, freehand writing, uh, just kind of intuitive freehand writing involved. Um, we, yeah, I, I, I try to keep, um, I would say from an, from an astrology standpoint, I don't claim to have, um, any deep devotion to it, but it is something that, you know, over the last five years between getting readings, um, or diving more into it, um, that I've, I've woven in some of that at times. Mm. So, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, but, uh, that requires a little bit more work on my part because it's not something that obviously I've devoted from a study standpoint. So, um, um this is sort of an interesting question. And I, I, this is why I was like, besides the fact that I love you, I was also like, it would be really interesting to ask this question. So, you know, for someone that kind of has both feet in both worlds, right? Like for a while you were in more of the like nine to five working a job that you loved, obviously. But then mm -hmm. there was also the side of you that was intuitive and knew there was something a bit more that you were going to do. Yeah. How did that like... Because I imagine this is an, a kind of occurrence for a lot of people that maybe are a yeah. little bit more intuitive or have more gifts. And mm -hmm. like, what do you, how did that experience, like, what was the catalyst that like pushed you over to the side? Mm. That's a really great, that's a really great question. Um, I should have emailed that to you before. <laughs> no, no, this is a really, this is a really great question. You know, I would say... <sighs> I think that it can be a, a long journey for people to dis, to to make a decision that is really supporting themselves um, that walks away from you know very traditional traditionally sustainable methods of employment or income or career um, and I, I think that you know for for me, um, I've gone back and forth 
quite a lot of times. Um, and I think it was, you know, I think it's difficult sometimes to do both to attempt to figure out the next thing while you're doing the thing you've been doing for a long time. Yeah. You know, personally, uh, you know, the, my my job required a, a lot from me. You know, I had a big team to oversee um, running a department um, and it was something that energetically it was really difficult to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I read this I read this really great article that was maybe it was early pandemic or like maybe like right when we went into lockdown and it was it was basically like you know what are can you just like should you just like quit your job flat out with like not having another job and like move on to something else but it gave this really interesting comparison to um what it takes for to propel a shuttle um into the air Mm-hmm. And all of the energy that it takes to propel it and to keep it moving and the energy that it would take to actually change its course is so great that it would be really difficult. Um, and it does it requires a lot of energy. So the idea that, you know, I'm putting full force myself into this. Um, so I think, you know, that I, I realized that I had to just make a complete stop um, to really try and pivot um, into something else. Right. Um, And I think that it's, it's all about when it comes to people, you know, when they can, how they make that decision or when that kind of becomes available to them um, of how they process it. um, You know, I, I think that it's, it's their own journey with steering the ship of their life and understanding how to be a co-creator in this world, how to create something for yourself. Um, and, and knowing how to just, you know, when or how to kind of exercise those new muscles of saying, um, of saying, I'm going to make this decision and shift this and try to do something else. You know, and I always say that the universe um, will support you, but you have to meet it halfway. You have to you have to put you have to make some move. You have to put some halfway measures out there to get to get it back. And it may not be the right thing and it may be different or it may change. Mm. Um, But but you have to put something out there, you know, almost making any decision rather than focusing so much on, is this the right decision? Making any decision sometimes is the best, the best way to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty profound. Yeah, that was, and you know, wonderful. And, and I think that, um, the, the pandemic, (laughs) the pandemic last year, um, as well as what we all dealt with, you know, personally, um, I think, you know, that, that really shook me to make changes in my life, um, which I would say led me to this place. Um, And even just a complete, um, a complete mindset shift that was, that was happening. Um, You know, obviously for a lot of people, the, the, 
pandemic caused people a lot of anxiety. Um, it was a catalyst for bringing out all sorts of things that were probably already stirring inside of you. Um, and I think I had that, I was at that crossroads of like, do you want to live like this or do you want to pivot and choose something else? And that amount of personal power that you can tap into mm. is, is something that is you, you can't you can't go wrong you can't go wrong you can't yeah. mess it up mm. yeah wow. i mean i think that that is the hope for all of us right eventually to be able to figure out what we're passionate about and then just like tap in <laughs> right yeah yeah you know and and i feel like this is, we're all here at this specific time. You know, we all have our, our path. Um, but, you know, then there are, there's some that are on this path to kind of feel like they're mission focused or there's something pulling at them. And, and we're in the right time to do it. There's no time to just to, to, to cower from that. Like, this is the time, like we have to be ourselves. We have to be fully ourselves. And it's the only way that we'll actually really see the change that, you know, we all want to see is that each yeah. of us are, are showing up fully as ourselves, you know, and tarot is, is been such a catalyst to, to show me or to allow me to be more of myself. Um, and so, you know, I think this is the age. This is the time. <gasps> I was really excited. I was like, I hope he says it. I hope he says it. <laughs> yeah. We are we are here. Age of Aquarius. Let it begin. And this is, yeah. And this is an Aquarius sun speaking. So ah. <laughs> oh. Aquarius Sun. Yeah, my stats are Aquarius Sun, Cancer Rising, Aries Moon. <laughs> wow 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 um, it's a whole bag of stuff um but <laughs> yeah i mean i mean this is the time like this is when we are all faced with these decisions of do we continue what feels like a really comfortable traditional sustainable thing and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but if we have a poll um, and if we're, we're trying to kind of answer somewhat of a different calling out there, you know, this is the time to shake it up and to do it because we are in a time where everything traditional is just crumbling. I know. It's so wild. It's so wild. <laughs> it's, it's so, so wild. I, I keep thinking it was like a big ass tower card, just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone. 100%. We are all, I don't think any of us would debate that we have been built on a shaky ass foundation. <laughs> <laughs> so. Absolutely. It no. is. We, this is time to rebuild, yeah. you know, yeah. that's what, that, that's, that's the mission, you know, we're seeing it around us and we all have our part to play, you know, which mm. I think seeing that and really channeling that, you know, that's, you know, Jeremiah, that the tower is really the, one of the perfect cards for it um, to symbolize it because there's a lot of, there's so much fear around that card. Um, and people see it and they're like, oh, 
I don't want the rug to be pulled out from under me. Like, you know, um, but there's so, there's so much beauty and humility and, mm. and resurgence and so much to come from that. Um, and that is the energy that we need right now. Um, because it's really easy to get bogged down with the, the fear and the cynicism of what we see out there in the world. And so the energy of the that rebuilding energy is actually based in hope and trust, which is really very heart-based, very soul-based. Um, and it's really something that is kind of, we're all kind of have the opportunity to tap into, I would say. Preach. So. Oh man, <laughs> so good. No, it's just it's been it's been. I mean, Matt, you've been. I, I've been very quiet because I just it's been wonderful listening to you. Um, yeah, you're just, like you have, an a oh, wonderful okay, good. speaker. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just really wonderful listening to you, and you really bring such beautiful energy that I feel like is so needed right mm. now. You know, there is just going back mm-hmm. to this concept of what you're saying with the tower. Like we are in really, yeah. it's rocky times. Like it's yeah. very, very rough. So um, to have that hope and to understand that sometimes things have to get really shitty in order for them to break. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah, and that's 100%. And that is, I mean, that's exactly, that's exactly what we're seeing, you know, I think. And and obviously we all have our emotional journey through the world's events, through our personal events, which we should, of course, you know, honor uh, 100%. Um, but I think we can all relate to when you have to draw the line and say that you're going to start telling a different story. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, that, that, that narrative that you want to walk away from, whether it's within a personal story or one that you continue to see, and and it, it fuels you, re, you know, reactively. Um, not that again, there's not good things to come from that. I'm not saying, you know, the total support for the the fire and the amazing transformative energy of um, of uh, of people, uh, activism, and you know, fighting on on the front lines. 100. That's 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 different. Um, but it's that like stuckness that I think that you want to, when you want to tell a different story and you want to kind of walk away from. And, you know, I think, um, it, it, again, it comes back to this choice, this choice to, to, to make. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's like that amazing, it's not amazing, but you see it all the time. It's like the lessons that you need to learn will keep presenting themselves, right? To <laughs> that narrative <laughs> until <laughs> you, react differently to yeah. whatever that may be. Right. And that's 100%. essentially change growth, <laughs> yeah. you know, where you're like, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to keep reacting <laughs> this way. And I've struggled you know, with that so much with, yeah. you know, because I get so sometimes nervous and like fear-based mm-hmm. about all the stuff happening. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then I talked to my my astrologist a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. and she was like, you know, neutrality is not like the emit, like being less reactive to something immediately so that you can kind of 
make more like conscious decisions yeah. of how to act yeah. was mm-hmm. really helpful for me mm-hmm. yeah. versus immediately yeah. going to like you know, whatever it may be, which typically tends to be a more <laughs> negative emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I kind of loved that. And I, yeah. two two things yeah two things on that one which is such what you're describing it's really um i had one of the things that my career has obviously done for me the last 10 years is offered every experience when it comes to people um managing people working with people Mm -hmm. if you name it (laughs) um I, i i kind of experienced it you know so there's there's a lot of there could be a lot of chaos there Um, And I remember getting a message one time that just really came to me. And it was that, you know, all things come to us with inner peace. And the idea that that really this your your sense of knowing your sense of comfort, your sense of presence, your sense of being able to offer yourself um, to other people and be your your biggest anchor um, really can come from being uh, in a place of peace. Mm. Um, and I think there is that that grounded, present kind of like place um, where, you know, okay, like I don't know how many messages or things I'm going to get when I'm just on constant like red alert all day long running on empty, you know, or constantly reacting and not leaving any room for anything else in my experience. Yeah. I mean, one, one thing you mentioned, you, you mentioned, um, about, uh, things that keep happening, um, in your life, you know, that's one of, that's really for the tarot, especially with people who I've, they've trusted me to read for them over the years, we develop a really great relationship when during reading that we can reference and discuss a lot of their patterns or cycles um, in their soul work that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, you know, these things will continue to try to get our attention until we may um, choose to act differently. That was a polite Um, way to put it, to get our attention (laughs) versus (laughs) bother the fuck out of me. Annoy the hell out of me. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Just getting your attention. Just getting your attention. Yeah. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. This again? You don't want to pay attention to this, but... Um, but no, and I think, you know, that's why I think I've, I, I've really connected so much with tarot and the, and the, the kind of the journey that it is and that it represents... Um, versus it being some, you know, predictive uh, tool um, for people are constantly just looking for like, yes or no answers, or will this happen? Or what is that? You know, this is like, you know, this is, this is more based off of like what you said, the, the things that you're identifying that you're working through in your life, you know, going back to like the basically the agreement we made with ourselves when we came into this earthly life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's so wild. That's so wild. Because I feel like, you know, a lot of times I'll consult the tarot 
and look for more of like a directness, like a mm-hmm. yes, a no. And it never mm-hmm. is that really. <laughs> no. It's more like, well, I need more clarity. I need more clarity. Yeah. I need more yeah. clarity. No more, no more. Like, yeah. Oh, Exactly. No, exactly. Not really. Not and really. you're just pulling a bunch of swords and it's all about conflict. <laughs> Listen, that's like my top thing. I'm like queen of the swords. Okay. <laughs> oh, but amazing. Are you um precious with your decks? Do you like <laughs> have them in a little um do they have their space and do, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. some people are very much like or yeah. like you can't buy them, you have to be gifted them, or I, that. Um, no, besides you know, the borders I, deck. I am. I feel precious with them when I'm holding them, mm. when I put energy into them, before I read for them. I do conscious, mindful things with them, like um, you know whether it is you know, something related to a crystal clearing or, you know, I have my own kind of like, uh, kind of like go-to little methods, but I'm Mm. not super precious with them, uh, where they, where they live necessarily. They all live together. (laughs) They all live together. And they're obviously not in like a box with like cords and chargers, but, um, they, (laughs) but they, you know, they live together and I'll bring some out. Um, if I feel like I have not, um, it's not been super in front of me, I'll bring some cards out. Um, and uh or just you know have them maybe on my windowsill with a few crystals you know you know it's it's like i it's the i believe that i I, i'm very like not precious sometimes as a person i'm very contradictory with like one way versus another and sometimes they're extremes but i when i when i am engaging with it then i you know i do feel like i'm a little bit more precious with it <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like i'm precious with stuff and not at all yeah, you know? yeah like also it's interesting and i always think it's like a funny aspect about myself where you know i'm an acupuncturist i'm a healer i like you know i'm learning palm palmistry but yes, then like i'll right. get down with like frozen pizzas and like chicken nuggets <laughs> and then like you know like I'm very much, um, uh-huh. but I think it's a much more free way to be, right? Like, yeah, I think this is the whole thing that we don't speak about enough, which is like real life. This is like real. This is just real. This is real yeah. life. You don't have to, you know, <laughs> you don't have to go into a meditation before you pull a card. You don't have to show up to something that you only ate organic or had juices that day. You don't have to show up. That's just not, that's just not real. Um, I think that's real. just the evolution of like almost normalizing a little bit more of these intuitive psychic, you know, connecting to like a higher vibration self of yours is yeah. integrating Cause we are human, right? Like, yeah, that's exactly it. You know, like we're gonna, you should be able stuff. to get McDonald's on Uber eats at midnight. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, 
Sometimes. Sometimes that is the medicine you need. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I am a fully, I embrace, I embrace all of that, the whole range of those things, you know? Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't, um, I don't associate with, uh, you know, I joke all the time. Like I won't buy an apple that's not organic, but then I had McDonald's for dinner, you know, like (laughs) it's like, that's just like, I can't buy this apple. That's not organic, you know, (laughs) but then someone's like, Oh my God, do you want to go get like a two cheeseburger meal? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think there's, I do and because I think it makes the idea of like healing and being more intuitive, more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And and that's why immediate, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like you're saying, you don't have to meditate for 30 minutes and then pull a card. Just pull a card. Just pull a card. You know, it's It's like, and you can, (laughs) everybody has their own, you know, people totally might feel better about that. Um, but I think, um, just like anything, there's only so much that you really prepare for in life before you just show up. And in that moment, you just show up as yourself, Mm, you know, that's great. So it's just, uh, I think if you can be present with that, then, then that's it, you know, that's it. It doesn't matter what, you know, but yeah, I think that that's not advertised or trendy or popular because it's... Um, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't yeah. really... Right. From, like, the construct of what you think of, like, right. someone who's, like, intuitive and very connected, like, it doesn't <laughs> make sense that, like, they also are just <laughs> buying yeah. fries, you know? Yeah. Like, Listen, so, like, it's the concept the same... is changing, I think. Yeah. Listen, it's the same that I wouldn't, you know, I guess, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, we said just like healing in general, healing's not linear. Healing's not pretty. Healing is not, it is a, it's a journey and you don't ever cross things off your list and go never again. I'm all good. (laughs) You know, like that's not, that's just not how it works. You know, like healing is, it's a whole journey and it's a process, you know? And, and I think that, um, that's kind of, it's the same idea that, uh, it's not perfect. Um, it's not planned. Um, and you just, you know, you try to meet it, um, head on, you know? Yeah. Wow. So what are you, so are you, are you studying, what are you doing? Are you bringing, can people, can people like reach out to you yet or no? We can. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, of course. Of course. I, like I said, you know, the last few months I've just been on, um, really a personal journey. Um, and, um, I have not officially, uh, launched, um, anything outwardly, um, to the public, but, um, I will be, um, (gasps) coming soon. Um, I will be, and, uh, but I'm, I'm one, I'm totally open. Um, if there's anyone who's interested in a reading, um, and if they have, you know, liked what, 
they've been hearing and feel like, you know, there's so many amazing readers out there. Um, but I'm totally interested if, you know, anyone wants to have one. Excellent. I think you're pretty rad. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm ready for like, a reading. Yeah, I'm gonna hit you up. I'm like, I'll come. Let me come. Let me yeah, there. I know. Do a group reading. Like, wait a minute. Um, Jer, what else? What do you think? What do you What have you been thinking, Jer? Uh, I have just been enjoying the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been great. Good. I mean, yeah, me I, too. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things that you said that were resonating for sure. Um, yeah. definitely leaving, leaving your job, the whole rocket, um, metaphor that was like, I don't know if you were, I think you were intuitively tapping into something there. Cause like <laughs> as a kid, you know, I'm an eighties kid. So I loved like sh- uh-huh. you know, the shuttles and stuff. So yeah. that, that shuttle yeah. iconography, that's very like strong. That like hits me really mm. hard so when you said that, that like oh. all resonated okay. with me in my own like way. And when I left yeah. my job a few years ago and it, it really is like, you know, if there are people out there who are listening and, and they're debating, like, leaving your job, it's terrifying. It's it's very yeah. terrifying. It's very hard to do. Um, but, like, you will get signs. And yeah. um, uh, sometimes, <laughs> well, well, oh, oh um, this is kind of related, but it's like you will get to a place of exhaustion. Um, and someone, someone... <laughs> Uh, I think Tosha said this, but like she basically said, like some people call it enlightenment, but I just call it exhaustion. Like you get so tired of like yeah. doing the thing, you're just I'm just like done. Yeah. I can't like yeah. live this way anymore. My no. energy can't operate this way anymore, and I need to just change change gears. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and yeah. you know sometimes it helps to sometimes it actually it helped me to then when I was going very. I was, you know, I have a range of like, I'm very cerebral and can very live very much just live in my head and, and overanalyze like every scenario, you know, and part of that, that was helpful, (laughs) um, was playing out all of the scenarios that would really be like a worst case scenario and all of them paled in comparison. If I'm one or two steps closer to seeking out the thing that I'm looking for, Yeah, you know? And it's like, you're like, okay, so what if I don't have a dollar? What if I don't, you know, like you, you, you go there, you know, and of course, yes, there are practical earthly things where we, you know, have to do what we have to do along the way, obviously. Um, But you, but you really, um, you know, you can really kind of like play out like some of these scenarios that you're like, and that guess what? That's not that bad. I would figure it out. I will figure it out. Yeah, I, uh, you know, and uh, and that that partially helped me to be like, oh, yeah, then what am I really waiting for? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was for me, um, it was the fear of not doing it overcame the Mm. fear of doing it. Like I got I got so afraid of not doing it that I was like, I got to fucking I need to do this. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know, one hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, I, I congratulate you. I mean, I think you're definitely. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm definitely going to get a reading with you. I will. I will be hitting you up. Um, yes. Oh uh, my gosh. That'd yeah. Be amazing. Um, everything you said was just so beautiful, and it's one of those things where, like, I remember w- when we did our call with um, 
we did we did an interview with Richard Unger, who's like a very well known hand analysis uh, analyst. Yes. And one thing that she he said that really hit me. I think with, with anyone who does this healing practice, he's like, you're gonna meet the person at where you're at. Mm-hmm when you're a healer. Exactly, yeah. So, exactly, you know, yeah. it, it's one of those things where like, if you're seeking out um, a healer, if you're looking for someone to guide you, you have to find someone who's going to resonate with you and you can yeah. tell is going to be at the level that you need to be at. And there's no, it's not a hierarchy thing. It's, it's no. just they're, they're people at different levels, at different stages, and they see what they're able to see. And yeah. just listening to you, Matt, like, I don't know. I just feel well, like very comfortable um, pursuing a reading with you. That's great. Point. Yeah. So you got an endorsement well, from me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, and I think, you know, there is this, like you said, there's no hierarchy. Like we're, we're all on a journey. <laughs> we're all on a journey here, you know? And I think I've always looked at that to all of the either mentors or people that I were following, or it's like, yeah, they don't have it all figured out. They yeah. are still doing their thing. Like, oh, cool. You know, like you, you, you tend to, you know, oh, do they? Uh, no, they're not. I don't know. They're not. They just went through their third divorce. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, you know, like all different, like there's no, you know, everybody's on their journey. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. figuring, figuring stuff out. You know, and we I all, do think you know, that people will come into your life at the exact right time when you need them. Right. Yeah. Like, that's happened to me throughout the years where I've been seeking a different mentor, thinking about doing this or this and this. And then like, I'll, they'll, they'll come in and I'm like, Oh, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think once the, the intention, right. Or like whatever you are sort of looking to be and you find that passion and yeah. you like throw it out, cast it out right mm-hmm. then it, they present themselves in like different ways you know so totally but i think the challenge is getting clear on what you want yeah yeah because there's a lot of like barriers of yeah. doubt and fear and can i do this will this work out and you kind of just have to be like yeah it will yeah <laughs> and yeah 100 percent. and you know what i think one of the biggest lessons for me was that i couldn't figure it all out in my head and that's never how i was going to learn it yeah. And where, where, where that's where one of the other, like, this will require me to make a decision in my physical life. Yeah. I'm going to leave my job. This is something that will require action from me. Not all things in life require you to act on something immediately. But I think the idea that I couldn't, you know, be in my apartment and like solve everything in my head. <laughs> and I, w- it wasn't going to come to me. It was going to actually only come to me if I really, again, went down that path of creation of my own, of my own life and said, it's going to require actions. And so I'm going to do something and see what happens. I'm lost, but guess what? <laughs> my path to finding something will have to be from me taking a step forward and making an action somewhere, you know? Yeah. It's not the worst to be lost. No, no, it's really, it's really not. (laughs) Yeah. I'm kind of skeptical of anyone who says they're not lost. (laughs) Right. Right. What, what do you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. Seriously. I'm like, uh, we're all trying to figure 
quite a lot out <laughs> all yeah. the time. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot to navigate. There's a lot to navigate right now. So, and and that's going to keep happening. We are no longer in a place of like this downtime. The 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 veil comes back over our eyes. We're that's that's never that's that's done. Yeah. That's gone. We are in this like we're going to be in this constant state of motion. So it's actually the idea of how you work with it how you work with that energy of change and motion um, versus looking back to the the comforts of, you know, being in a place where we all were not seeing something, you know? You just have a way of talking about all this that makes me feel really comfortable. So I, I want to just thank Good. you for that yeah. because yeah. I haven't yeah. been able to find a voice in this time specifically the last few months that like mm-hmm. allows you to not be f- so scared of yeah. everything. So like, yeah. and I think a lot of people listening will also really gra- feel like very gratitude towards that. Yes. And how you communicate. Yeah. It's really great. It's really great. It's a blessing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I go, I personally, you know, I go back to this idea that, you know, I didn't, I didn't come here into this experience to fail, to, to, to not, to, I didn't, I'm actually here because, and everything's been, you know, it's kind of set up and I'm, I'm in this life to, to, to really make this happen for myself. I didn't come into this to, to be, to, to fail or to see like a doom and gloom or to, you know, like I'm, we're here because we can all, you know, be our, best selves here, mm. you know, in this life. So I think that's been kind of, you know, a North star for me to say that, like, you know, I'm, I, I didn't come here to be trapped in fear. I'm not faced with this To I'm faced with this because I can heal. I can heal from this, you know? And, um, and that's that's the that's that's kind of the message that you know I do believe everyone right now has the opportunity to see because so much is being shown to us that taps into something at a very human level mm. and everybody even the people we don't think <laughs> but the mirror is up is being held up for everybody totally. you know yeah. And so, and so everybody does have the opportunity. There is hope. <laughs> There's hope yeah. for all of us. There really is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and so I think it's just one of the things that I, I, I try to weave into the messages that I share, you know, which, which extends to empathy, uh, forgiveness, like all of these big themes that like we, we all have to, um, look at ourselves internally and then outwardly around us in our community. You know, Amazing. so we're going to get there. Okay. <laughs> we're going to get so. there. We're going to get so. there. This I is, the pro- this is the process. It's just really ugly, but we're going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, this was so rad. I like knew it was going to be rad, but then it was even more rad than I expected. 
<laughs> Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, yeah, I've, never, like, I've, I've never had this, um, really this opportunity to, to, to speak with, you know, to people who are obviously interested in, you know, inspiring and, you know, kind of tapped into the same type of stuff. So this was really great. Well, I hope it gives you a big boost of like knowing and confidence that you're exactly where you're supposed to be because <laughs> like there was, there was a vibe when you were talking and I was like, Holy <laughs> shit. <what's happening?"> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, this, this is, this, uh, this is really great. Like I said, this is really significant uh, timing um, in, 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 in my timeline, um, with kind of the new beginnings I'm embarking on. So again, yeah, yeah really uh, appreciate the, the chance to be on here. Um, our, our pleasure. Yeah. How, what do you want to do if people want to like get in touch with you or cause what does that yeah. look like for you? Yeah. Like, I uh, mean, yeah, I can, um, you know, I can share my, my email address, um, okay. you know, and, uh, it's just my last name, um, Swavely, S-W-A-V-E-L-Y dot M at gmail.com. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, um, if somebody Googles me, they'll find some funny pictures in my Instagram and, my, you know, and they'll, they can, they can find other ways to get in touch with me. Okay. Um, but no, yeah. Email, email is, is totally fine. If anybody is, is interested. Well, I think Jeremiah and I are so prepared. Great. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll sign off, but such a pleasure, man. Great. Such a pleasure. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you both. Um, I really enjoy listening. Um, you guys both have uh, really something great here. Um, oh, so thanks. happy yeah. to, uh, to have joined. So. Um, also, can we hang out soon? I know I was like, um, okay, there's also like, there's so many, there's so many things that there's so many things to probably just like dive into. I was like, Oh well, we gosh. could always do a part two. <laughs> we always. Could. Yeah. I, I know. I was like, I, I, I almost mentioned a few things that I was like, no, that'll just catapult something <laughs> in a completely different direction. I was going to talk about like, ghosts and ghost hunting and like all oh, sorts man. of things. All right, we'll do a part two. We have to we'll do, do a part two. two. This, <laughs> is, the t- this is like tarot episode. We'll and do we'll like do ghost, paranormal ghost activity hunting. episode. Oh my time. God, yes, yes. yes. Oh my gosh, yes. I, I, um, yeah, there's like, there's a lot of chapters. There's been a lot of chapters of my life, um, <laughs> some of which that have included that. Oh, great. So, yeah. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do a number two. Yeah. yeah. Everyone stay tuned Amazing. for that. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, thank you again, Matthew. And, yeah. Thank um, you both. We hope everyone enjoyed this episode and um, everyone's taking care of themselves. And um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Thank you. We'll see you on the next pod. Bye. Bye.